titan in business with having multiple businesses that generate multiplied millions of dollars. If that plan happens to be to build a million dollar company, which I can help you do. But he's humble. He's a man of God. He's a family man. The world's news organizations are built on everything but positivity. He is an influential entrepreneur and business speaker for over 30 years. I've got to forecast. I've got to pronounce. I've got to project. I've got to share with you my ideas, my vision, my goals for not only myself, but for you. That's why he's came up with his incredible concept of taking and creating a platform for people that are wired differently. And you got to understand that your habits of your person and your habits of your business and your habits of your spirituality have to lead to the North Star of who you are. We need to figure out who we want to be in life. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Man, what a day. So I, I like when I kick off that, I, we, we haven't had that intro for a couple of days. And so I figured out a way to do this in my studio here. Uh, hopefully give me a shout out, you guys, and tell me that you can hear me okay. I'm going to switch you over to comments, who's ever out there right now. Let me know what is going on. Hi, Christina Wilson. Hope Tell me that you can hear me okay, because I'm in a complete remote environment. I'm going live on StreamYard. And uh, good morning, Coach. Hope training went well. Welcome back. Yep. All right, Christina Wilson. I got to tell you, Christina Wilson is some kind of rock star. Well, listen, <clears throat> I just got to tell you how proud I am of myself. Like, every now and then you have to, like, take inventory of your life, your time, your day, your moments. And, you know, you don't have to go back too far. Like, maybe I'm going back one day. That's far enough. I'm proud of myself. And so I want to tell you that these first two days of, uh, of this business uh, success system that I'm teaching has been phenomenal. Today is day three, we're gonna go live at 10 o'clock today, and we're gonna be dropping some nuggets again there today. But what I really wanna tell you I'm proud of right now is, is that I'm literally going live on StreamYard remote uh, because I, I lost my mixer, and so I wanted to come out here and do this studio and have the background so you could see kind of the cool stuff that we're going on and what we got going on here. And so I've got earbuds in, I've got my, uh, my iPhone is actually doing the stream yard. And so I'm just going to have it with you this morning. And, uh, so it's been a good experiment. And so thank you so much. So here's what we got going this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I listened to that intro and it said, created this platform for those that are wired differently. And, you know, I listen to that intro every day when I play it and something always kind of sticks out for me. And I just want you to understand that this platform of being wired differently, this platform of the time I'm putting in, this platform of the stuff that's going on is for you. It's you are wired differently. If you're drawn to listen to me, you're drawn to be different. If you're, if you, you feel like you're a misfit at times and you don't fit in and people think some of your ideas are cray cray and, uh, they're just, they're just not seeing things the way you see them. I, I, you're wired differently. And I think that everybody needs to realize to some degree we're all wired differently. But some of us uh, are just truly wired differently. We, we, we don't know when to stop. We don't know when to start. We don't, we don't know when to cry. We don't know when to celebrate. We just do it differently. We cry differently. We celebrate differently. We win differently. We, we lose differently. We just do things differently. And one of the biggest things I've talked about in this series uh, that we're going to be concluding today, $31 million system, business system, this seminar has been great, is, is that we're different. 
and that we need to find that market dominating position for ourselves, not only in our life, our business, but in our spiritual walk. And so this morning, I was really compelled to talk to you about something that was, was, was kind of hard on my heart. And I don't know why it's kind of off topic. Uh, but the title of today's message is he stole my TA. And so the reason I wanted to bring that up to you all is, is that he stole my TA was something that happened to me a long time ago. And it got me thinking about like all this time I'm going through, all this preparation I'm going through, and all this stuff that I'm doing for this last three days of the seminar and everything leading up to it and even the tiki hut that we got coming up again. Time gets stolen from us. Content gets stolen from us. People take things from us and we work so hard for stuff for so long, so often, and then something comes up missing. Somebody takes intellectual property, someone takes our time, someone takes, uh, takes us uh, not serious, someone takes something, they steal something from us. And I thought maybe I would just talk to you a little bit about that and how it's affected me in my life and maybe how God really looks at it. And so the thing I thought about, I'm seeing if I'm going to pull this up here. I'm doing this all um, in StreamYard on my iPhone. We're just going to see how good I really am. And the image I had for you guys was this one right here. Here it is. He stole my TA. He stole my TA. I remember probably in 19, I don't know, it was 2000 and something. I was building a house for my family and I was working really hard at trying to get out of the single wide trailer that we lived in. And I was smart enough, I believe, to buy about 18 acres. No, it was 13 acres. It was 13 acres. And I bought that property and it was really a trashed property. I write about it in my second book. But the property was so bad that, you know, nobody really wanted it and I ended up buying it on land contract because people couldn't see the vision in the property. It was trashy. It was woods, but I mean, it had some ponds in it that were dug out that were never finished. It had farm implements in the ponds. And it had trash in the yard. And I think people were camping on it and doing things on it that they shouldn't have been. It was just really a bad piece of property from aesthetic perspective, but I saw the beauty in it. And it had a single wide trailer and I thought, well, I could either live in that trailer or I could sell the trailer. I could rent the trailer and then at least move that out and get a nicer trailer. But long story short, I ended up not living in that particular trailer. I had to kick out a bunch of raccoons, the hotel of raccoons. And uh, then we sold that trailer and then we put a single wide Redmond on that trailer. But all I was trying to say is that I was building a new garage behind it. And I had spent all my money trying to get this garage taken care of so that we could live in the top of this garage so that I could build a house one day on the front of the garage and maybe sell the trailer that I lived in. But the point of the matter is I was working one day and I had a guy that I really, I met him down the road and he said he could help me build and do some, do some work for not too much money. And so I gave him the money up front. I had him do some work. And not earlier that week, I found this Trans Am, a 1983, 84 Trans Am was about 15 years old or 10 years old or something of that 15 probably 15 years old because I always I wanted Trans Am I wanted to go back to my high school this so I bought this Trans Am and it was the coolest Trans Am uh, you could ever have seen but I brought it home and uh, the guy was out there working let's call him Tim and Tim was looking solid he goes man I love that TA that is the nicest that is a 1984 
fire or whatever it was. And I'm like, I don't know what it is, but it's cool. It's got big black bolt tires on it. And it's a TA. And I love this TA, man. I love it so much. And he says, man, that is really cool. And so I back and back and forth and worked with him for throughout the day, a couple of days. And one day he said, man, I love that TA. I said, you know what? You want to you wanna take it for a test drive and just have some fun in it? I love it. I want you to enjoy this TA and go back in time like I have. And he says, man, that would be great. And he says, you know what? Maybe I just I said, maybe just take it home tonight. Just take it home with you and then come back tomorrow morning. And I'm thinking to myself, man, this is brilliant. I'll let him take it home and I'll guarantee he comes back the next day because he's going to have my car. No one would not come back to work if I didn't have my car. Sure enough, he takes my car home and the next day I'm there. I roll up in another vehicle that I had and I'm waiting for this guy. I'm waiting for this guy. He never shows up. I don't have his phone number. I don't know what's going on. And sure enough, the guy never shows up. The next day rolls around. He never shows up. This goes on for three days. I can't find a guy. He never goes to work. And what happens? I don't know. But ultimately, he took my TA. He took my Trans Am. He stole it from me like the scoundrel that he was. I'm like, why in the world would you ever? Like, what are you thinking about, Todd? Why are you just giving a car away like that? Why, why would you be so kind to do something like that? And more importantly, why would he steal my damn TA? <laughs> it's bewildering to me to think that somebody would literally steal a car. <laughs> I called the police to make a long story short. I said, listen, such and such, I don't have his phone number. I really don't even know his last name. He took my car. and I don't know where it's at. He says, what do you mean he took your car? I said, well, he took my car home and they never brought it back. He said, did you loan him your car? And I said, well, yeah, I, I told him to take it home and he could bring it back. Sure enough, he never came back. He said, well, then he technically didn't steal your car, Mr. Salem. And I'm like, well, uh, it's gone. It's not coming back. He said, I can't file a report. We had to wait months and months and months. Not only six months later, I finally got a report from the police. They found my car in a pond in St. Louis, Missouri. So anyways, he stole my damn TA. And I think about how I felt when he took my car. I think about how I felt when someone robbed me, literally cold-blooded robbed me, just took something from me like that. I felt violated. I remember another time in college where I was literally uh, uh, had a, another black car. It wasn't a TA, but it was a Buick uh, Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme with T-tops on it. I loved it so much. But what I even loved as much or more than the car was the stereo system that was in it. This stereo system was badass. I mean, it had Pioneer equalizer in it, a Pioneer cassette aftermarket. Back then, you could put all this aftermarket stuff in a car, and it wasn't a problem, you know? In the very back, I had what was called extra bass woofer, and it would have the bass would just pound out so hard that it would literally move my hair. <laughs> when I had hair, it was a great, it was a great cool thing. But one night, I got up the next morning, and my car windows were broke. And somebody got into my car and they stole my Pioneer stereo. They stole my Pioneer equalizer and they stole my extra base worker. And I think about how I felt violated in that moment. I felt like, how can somebody literally do that to somebody else? How can they take something that you worked so hard for? Do they not have any conscience? Do they have any being to that? What, what is somebody, why would somebody do that? Later in my life, not even probably 10 years ago, um, in one of my businesses, 
I had a very close confidant, very, very close confidant. And they figured out how to work some of my bank accounts. And I had trusted some of my securities with this person. And they didn't steal my TA. That wasn't anything that they did. No, they didn't steal my extra base woofer. But they figured out how to steal all my money in that account. That particular account had $250,000 in it. So I was violated again. I can think about many times in my life where I have been violated, literally stole, ripped off, taken advantage of, right? Intellectual property taken, prop my time taken. I mean, literally things just have been taken from me without my permission and never given back. And that is stealing. That is technically against the law. These things happen. And lots of times there's no remorse. There's no recovery. I never got my TA back. I never got a penny. I had to eat the whole thing. My stereo, they never caught the guy who, or the people that stole and cracked my car. I had to fix my windows. I had to clean the car. I had to get a new stereo. I, I, I never reclaimed any of that. And as for the 250000 there might have been a small amount of uh, insurance on that, but it didn't cover the whole thing, large deductibles and all that kind of stuff. You know how that kind of works. You never, ever really get back something when it's been stolen from you. Never. You can, you can be replenished, you can be made whole. But I mean, the idea of somebody taking something you worked so hard for is really, really a, a difficult feeling. And so what I wanted to just kind of share with you this morning and make this lesson short today is, is that in John 10, 10, God talks about how the thief comes in the night. John, God talks about how we are here on this earth, right? And the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, right? And who is he talking about there? He's talking about Satan. He's talking about evil. He's talking about those things around us, man, those people that are, are, are not thinking the way we are, those people that are almost desperate or that are, are lonely or, 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 or creating and just so desperate that they have to take from you to fill themselves. And we are forced to walk in this world because it's not – God's world any longer. We're supposed to, we're forced to walk in this world with these people. And somehow we're supposed to stay happy in it. And somehow we're supposed to say, okay, we're better than that. And somehow we're supposed to uh, bump into them and walk around in them and realize that we're not of this world. We're misfits of this world, but we have to actually interact and mingle with these people and understand that there are thieves out there that kill and to destroy and to steal from us, right? That's what Satan is about. That's what he's supposed to be doing for us. He, he's not supposed to be helping us. He's supposed to be tricking us. He's supposed to be being elusive in our lives. And he's, he's out there to kill, steal, and destroy. And he does it in many ways. But I just only can really tell you how it feels if you can really reflect back to a time where somebody has taken something from you. He stole my TA. They stole my extra base woofer in my Pioneer stereo. And they stole $250,000 of my hard earned money. Money that I could give my children from 
could have given to the church, could have given to the poor, could have given to the, any any non-for-profit. I would have rather done anything with that money other than to lose it in the middle of the night to somebody that I was never going to get it back for. I just cannot believe these things happen in this world. But they happen every day. So I just wanted to share this with you. Have you ever been in a situation where you have been violated? Have you ever been in a situation where you have been stole from? Have you ever been in a situation where you have been put in a situation that you can't even punch back, right? And so I just wanted to share that with you. I've been there. I've been in it. And I want you to understand that God deals with that. And I wanted to give you that this morning in the short precursor to my uh, $31 million business system seminar that we're going to be doing today at 10 o'clock, the last episode of a three-day series. We've had so many people. We have people get on. They haven't left. And we've got certificates for them at the end of the day today for accomplishments. It's a great, great thing. I'm super excited. But listen, John 10.10 speaks to that. And God says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And we know about that. (coughs) But I come that they may have life and have it to the full. But I come that you may have life and have it to the full. The thief comes to steal, but I come, Jesus comes, that you may have life and have it to the full. And the reason I wanted to share that with you is just because I know you've been sold from. I know you've been taken advantage of. I know you've felt violated. But we don't think about how that we're supposed to feel that God has done this for us and given us this ability to recover in these regards. God speaks to it, I come that you may have life and you may live it to the full. That we're not to put our value into the TEA. We're not to put our value into that pioneer stereo. And he talks about us not to put the value of ourselves in money. God, he's come here to give us life and have it to the fullest. He's given us this ability to recover from being stolen from. He's given us this ability to actually become better from becoming stolen. He's given us the ability to actually forgive the dude that sold my TA. He's given us the ability for me to forgive the person that took my Pioneer stereo and my extra base one. And the person who stole the 250000 from me, we got him. And I forgave them in a court hearing on the stand in a witness situation. I was called to do that. So I just want to challenge you this morning to help you understand that we do know he comes to steal. And I want you to more importantly know that Jesus came, that we may have life and have it to the fullest. How can we add him to that equation of recovering from being stolen from? Now, here we go. If you have a TA, I hope you never get it stolen. If you have an extra base woofer and a Pioneer stereo, I hope no one ever takes your rad system. And more importantly, man, I hope no one ever takes your money from your bank for me because it's an awful, awful feeling. But I will tell you this. God has restored me. God has 
for, help me forgive those that have hurt me and stole from me in the middle of the night, right? I have forgiven and I've moved on. And you know what? He has actually blessed me beyond what I could have ever been blessed for my ability to recover from those things because he's come to have life into the fullest. He's not going to forget that he said, we're going to give you life to the fullest. You can be stole from, you can be ripped off, you can be challenged, you can be compromised, but God will keep his promise to help you accomplish the things and live your life into the fullest. Well, get here to day three at 10 o'clock today, my $31 million business systems seminar. We're going to be talking about aggregational marginal gains. It's an amazing teaching. It's where we pull it all. <clears throat> it's where we pull it all together and we create this formula in the system and you're going to see how you can actually recover from being beat up, burnt up, stolen from, stepped on, kicked on. I have a system that's going to be able to show you how to be able to recover your losses, your gains, get you back in a better position because we're going to teach you on how to fight back in a system of personal growth, spiritual growth, and profitable growth through aggregation of marginal gains. All right, you guys, we'll see you at 10 o'clock. Thank you so much for following me. Have a great day. God bless you. Remember John 10, 10. I come that you may have life and have it into the fullest. This has been the Wired Differently Experience. W-D-E-X.